Just Being Honest, the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. Today's podcast is brought to you by our lovely friends at US Cryotherapy. They are your one-stop shop for feeling better, reducing inflammation, boosting that mood, those feel-good endorphins, and just freezing your butt off. Actually, it's not about freezing your butt off. It's about creating that heat within your soul. So it's the cold chamber. It's set at uh, anywhere from 130 to 160 negative degrees. (laughs) So hop on in to U.S. Cryotherapy. Give it a shot um, if you have any questions. Or if you want a reduced rate on your services, say KB Catherine Brown sent you, just being honest, and you'll get almost half off. I'm just telling you, this is not nitrogen-based. This is the real deal. Pro athletes use it. I believe LeBron James went in it. Um, Gigi Hadid does it before Victoria's Secret fashion shows. Just to name a few. So hop into U.S. Cryotherapy. Check it out. If you want to know more of their locations, check it out on uscryotherapy.com. But today's podcast is with me. And we're going to basically talk about conscious living. We're going to be talking about um, some common questions that I'm asked about being a health coach or when I am a health coach, what comes my way when I have clients asking me about making lifestyle changes or how to make it possible or how to stay inspired, this and that. Um, another thing is a common question about becoming more plant-based, environmentally conscious on the way that you eat. I have some tips, some food groups that you want to really incorporate to get the best bang out of your buck. Um, and how to really nutritionally fill that plate with the foods that are going to keep you strong. I have so many people, I'm just going to say this, that kind of forego the plant-based lifestyle they give up too quickly because they're not doing it right. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to have to be negative on that, but they're not doing it right. So if you want a couple of my friends that are like jacked ripped, um, that are completely vegan plant-based... If you want to Google pictures of them, they're not using any crazy supplements that are bulking them up. Um, DM me, message me, email me. I can definitely tell you who they are and send you some photos. Um, Some of them will be on the podcast later to come. But it's all about more conscious living. So stay tuned. Grab those notepads. You're not going to want to miss a second of this our date with me. (laughs) My voice is so sexy on the radio. Oh my God, I'm not even on the radio. Anyways, um, consider this my tryout uh, to work with Ryan Seacrest. So (laughs) I will talk to you on the next loop. Guys, get ready. We're diving in. We are diving in. All right, here we go. Hi guys, this is your host, KB, of the Just Being Honest podcast, your health, nutrition, and lifestyle manifestation coach. 
Wow, let me tell you, it is such a beautiful day where I am right now. I'm in Southern California. There is a slight, just the slightest kiss of a breeze outside. A soft marine layer is blowing in off the coast. The ocean breezes are just mwah, bellissimo. But that's not going to stop us from sitting inside just for a little bit to give you the nitty gritty on, anyways, some just being honest content. Thanks for joining me today. It's me. I'm your guest, Catherine Brown, better known as KB. And I'm here to answer some questions that have been filling up my inbox for y'all. Common questions about plant-based lifestyle, what I get asked about being a health coach, and maybe what I've come across, some issues we need to bring to the table, folks. So get your notepads out, click on those pens, buckle up because it's going to be a wild ride. Also, I have kind of a cool book I want to recommend as well. I haven't started reading yet, but I want to start reading it. ASAP and oh my gosh, it's like a total dream of mine to get this guy on the podcast. So let's all pray. Let's bow your head and pray that he will get on this podcast sooner rather than later. I will share that author to come later in the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um, let's just kick this off. This is uh, episode 24. Time's flying when you're having fun, right? So this is our Q&A summit. And basically what I kind of want to talk about in general aspect, this is where we're going to go, folks. In general aspect, we're going to talk about just living a more conscious life. Um, I cannot tell you how common it is now that People are running around frantic, um, very undecisive, very anxiety-ridden, driven as well, um, stressed out of their minds, um, don't know what's right for them. Does that make sense? Their awareness is totally lost. Their vibrational energy is maybe high, maybe low, but... It's a little bit crazy static. So um, we're going to start this off, our little conscious living seminar. Um, we're going to start it off by um, talking about some, some common questions that I'm getting asked about health coaching. Are you ready? Um... So as a health coach, I literally, I mean, I've seen it all. I've heard it all. <laughs> I, I sometimes have to keep my mouth shut. Um, and sometimes that's just the best way to go. Um, I've gotten hung up on many a times because people maybe don't want to admit something. But guys, it's not like I'm harsh. I'm just being honest and I just want you to complete your goals. So I'm the best friend that you probably don't have but the best friend that you do want. Um, so what I've come to realize, and I think this makes sense, is that no client is the same. And 
that is what makes part of my job so crazy exciting. Um, the one thing that is consistent, and I think you could completely agree with this, is that everyone wants to be a little bit healthier in life. Just a little bit. Um, you know, whether it's that person that's um, training for a race in their life, Maybe they want to boost some more performance. Maybe they just want to become fitter. Maybe they want to impress a girl or a guy. You know, we have clients like that. Um, wedding preparation, that's a big one. Having a baby, maybe they want to get healthier after having a baby. Or maybe they're breastfeeding and they want to make sure that the adequate nutrition um, and nutrients are coming out of their breast milk for their child. It's a huge one, guys. It's a huge one. If you have not read it yet, you got to read my blog post about breast milk and breastfeeding and the benefits of breast milk. Um, side note, we all know what colostrum does for the adult human. Have you heard about that? Um, if not, take a, little, take a little search for yourself on that. But, um, but it's really surprising that, you know, with everyone wanting to become healthier and healthier, more people also, they want to become healthier, but also they want to self-sabotage themselves. You know, they do want to play devil's advocate. And I'm here to say, no, 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 no. I'm the only one that can play your devil's advocate. But I'm not going to be the devil. Ooh, I'm your little angel. I'm your angel's advocate. So um, one common question that I get is that, um, say, for instance, someone will ask, hey, KB, if I want to lose weight, should I just eat less and exercise more? Isn't that right? Okay, so many people believe this, right? And I've been in offices where people are like, no, I'm skipping this, skipping that. I haven't eaten once today. Um, but then they're just sitting on their butts. Um, so the answer in that is no. Yeah, it's just no. So while... Diet certainly plays a large role in weight loss. It's about so much more, okay? Um, when I talk to my clients, I talk to them about changing their habits. Write that down. Changing your habits. So what I like to do is I like my clients to each start out by taking a step back, looking at the big picture of them, so pretending that they are, you know, Joe Schmo over there in the corner, I knew at a party. What, what are the existing habits that they already have that could maybe be unhealthy? Maybe they aren't getting enough exercise or maybe the types of food that they're eating um, or the habits such as drinking or smoking or holding them back for the goals or successes that they want to achieve. You know, I had um, a person ask me the other day, she goes, oh my gosh, your skin is so glowing. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I live the lifestyle that probably produces this skin. Um, and then I asked, and she goes, yeah, well, she told me something. I don't know. She said she was working on her acne. Um, and I said, do you, I mean, your lifestyle. And she, do you drink? And she goes, well, yeah, I mean, I like to party on the weekends. Okay, bingo. Um, having a drink or two is fine. 
But, you know, when it comes to excessivity, can I make up that word? Excess, excessiveness? Um, that's when your body is going to really start to uh, explode on you, let me just say. So slow down. Don't beat yourself up over, you know, existing habits that are already formed. But um, let's just kind of like take a step back on this and this is your opportunity once you realize what they are is to start writing down those existing habits and then creating solutions to change them. All right. So, um, it's about adopting healthier habits. Okay. So another question, say someone asks if I adopt only one healthy habit, what should it be? Whew. Okay. That's very vague. Um, I say, commitment, commitment to yourself. So, and committing to change and feeling that change, really feeling it. Don't just quit. All right. Commitment. So commit to evolving throughout your life. Okay. Um, you know, as we age, as we go through different chapters in our life, our roles change, schedules change. You've got to commit to evolving and making adequate changes as you evolve. So it's so easy to kind of get stuck in that wave of life um, and just, yeah, you can go with the flow. And something that's worked for your body at one point in your life, this is my point, it may not be working as an adulthood. Something you did as a teenager may not be working when you're 30. Um, same for when you're 40, turning to 60, you know, things change and your body definitely changes as well. So commit to, commit to uh, working with the evolution of your life's path. At every point of these times in your life, take a step back again, evaluate your healthy habits during these major turning points in your life, create new ones, all right? Maybe at different ages in your life, you want to change up your fitness routine, try something new. Maybe you want to start CrossFit one year. Maybe you want to do more yoga the next year. Play it out. Commit to that evolution. Whatever, you know, whatever works for you, just my only advice is don't be afraid to mix it up. Faith over fear, guys. So adopting only one healthy habit commitment. Because when you tell yourself that you can commit to evolving, it's all about perspective. Everything's going to be much smoother along the way. Okay, another question I get, oh my gosh, asked all the time. KB, how can I stay inspired? All right, let's go back to the beginning. So when you approach me, Maybe you don't even know that I'm a health coach, but maybe you just were complimenting me on my, my glowing skin. Let's go back to the beginning. Think about what inspired you to come up and talk to me. Or then in turn, how did that, how did that inspire you, that glowing skin? Think about what inspires you to start living a healthy lifestyle in the first place. Write that down. That's how you stay inspired. Write it down, put it somewhere you can see regularly, 
Put it on your bathroom mirror. Put it on your phone screensaver. Put it in the dash of your car or on the horn. Um, put it by your front door. You walk in and out of that door so often, I'm sure. And the next thing is about, you know, when you see that, it's an affirmation to yourself. And it's got to be a positive affirmation. That inspiration, positive affirmation. It's about shifting your mindset. You can have it all, guys. You can have it all. You have to tell yourself the positives over the negatives. So instead of saying on that sticky note or whatever, you can't have those French fries and, and repeating that in your those head, you're only going to want the goddamn French fries. Excuse my language. And you'll just be thinking about them and manifesting them. And then there's going to be French fries all over town. You're going to be smelling French fries on your morning run. So no. Instead of that, Instead of leading up to the guilt and punishing yourself and over-exercising because you're thinking about french fries all day long or depriving yourself, um, focus on, instead of focusing on what you can't have, focus on all the amazing, beautiful, bountiful things that you get to enjoy and all the benefits they have for your body. Oh my gosh, fresh blueberries, fresh strawberries, amazing pink Himalayan sea salt cracked over a chilled watermelon on a hot day, maybe some cinnamon over a bowl of hot oatmeal. I mean, think about all those nutritional, nutritional and nutritionally dense foods that are just going to like rip up your abs so you are like, mm-mm, better than french fries, all right? Think about those. Let that be your inspiration. Think about everything that you can have. Draw inspiration from local farmers markets. Okay? So that's how you stay inspired. Remember the positives over the negatives. Another question I get asked, and this is a big one when people have families involved. People think often at times that they have to, or even date significant others. Like, I mean, I've been criticized multiple times. Well, you're not going to be able to eat what I eat. Okay, yeah, I don't eat what you eat. But we can share a common dish together. So something I get asked are, you know, are there ways or what are the ways to get the entire family or significant other involved? Because there's got to be a support system here, folks. So my answer to that is, yeah, absolutely. Um... When everyone's working together to get healthy, when your significant other is, you know, hand in hand with you, or in turn, if your significant other sees you ripping it, you know, waking up, getting your morning run on, coming back, glistening skin, getting a bowl of fresh antioxidant rich berries, you know, maybe they're having their waffles. It's not always a bad thing. I mean, everything in moderation, right? But everything in moderation. But they're going to be inspired by you. So when everyone's on the same page, it is easier to stay on track. And it can be more fun too. Maybe you can have little contests here and there. All right? You can also, another way to get involved is just swapping out items. 
making healthier choices with those items. So say in turn, like you had processed snacks before in your pantry, um, maybe in the fridge, just don't have those in the houses and create simpler options, more grabbable foods, things you can munch on. Maybe, maybe those chips turn into like, oh, fresh, freshly cut celery stalks um, with a hummus on tap. Like make it accessible and grabbable. What I love, I'm gonna tell you this, I love sliced radishes, sliced cucumbers with a chilled dollop of coconut oil so it hardens just a little bit and a crack of sea salt. That is so good. So try things like that instead of your chips that are only going to leave your mouth parched, you know, and seriously, they're just empty calories, all right? So make sure you stock up on things such as, you know, the fresh fruits and vegetables and have them on the bowl or on the bowl. Have them in the bowl on the kitchen counter. Make them like a flower arrangement. Okay? I mean, you can even have stuff, fun foods, you know, like make your own, if you know, healthier version of a kale chip. Add different spices to it. And guys, I love a raw chocolate as an option for a dessert. Get one really, really, really good piece of raw chocolate. My mom, oh shoot. I forgot the brand. Mmm. She has this one that she gets in Santa Barbara. And it, it might be expensive, but it is the best dark chocolate you could ever have. If you invest in the best, then, folks, you know, it's worth it. It's worth it. Think of it as, like, wine, you know. Are you going to really, like, have wine and then have, like, the cheap-ass version? No. Get the best thing. Enjoy it while you have it. And be done with it. And so, I mean, also, spice up the water that you have. Put some berries. I call it spa water. Berries, mint, lemon wedges, uh, just to name a few. And then keep it in your fridge. And then it's a treat. Simple little treat. So you're not depriving yourself. But instead, it's about inspiring you. Creating that positivity. And setting yourself up with so many delicious foods around. Okay. Um, hmm, what, what else I, was I saying? Oh, yeah. Make it a challenge. Um, one thing I like to tell people to do is like set goals, especially as a family. It's kind of like, um, you know, in the house when you walk in and you see the giant ruler, you know what I'm talking about, on the side of the wall. And each year or, or month or whatever, the child gets measured. They get a little bit taller, a little bit taller, a little bit taller, a little bit taller. So try making challenges and contests, goals with the family, with your significant other. Uh, trying a new vegetable every single day for 10 days in a row. Um, um, maybe you can have like a little, like, I, I mean, I don't always condone this, but um, maybe like you can have a prize if someone like completes that. Um, like a healthier way of living, like for some... But make yourself accountable. Like one thing I've been doing is I've been meditating every single day. So how I keep myself accountable is that I take a picture of myself and post it to Instagram right after I do it with my quote of that day, my affirmation of that day. Because then I know I did it and I completed it. And uh, my followers, I expect to see that every single day and they know that I did it. 
Um, and then also, so like when you're working together towards that common goal, maybe it is a family and maybe like the prize for becoming healthier and like enriching this life is to go on like an amazing hike, like taking a day trip to Zion National Park, which is gorgeous or something, something like soul fulfilling, right? But it's really cool because when you guys are working together, even if, it, if it's you or your significant other, you can motivate yourself every single day. Come on, we got this, we got this, we got this. And in all reality, if that person or someone's not bringing you up, then they're probably not the right person in your life. I'm just, you know, hinting at that, um, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, so those are just some common questions that have been asked. And I think they're like really vital questions. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Okay, so moving on. Another big thing that I've been coming across is the plant-based lifestyle. Okay? Open up your ears because this is huge. This is a big question I've been asking. Plant-based without being depriving, without depriving yourself um, and doing it right. I mean, I was plant-based when I was growing up and living off of bowls of cereal. That's plant-based, right? But is it really fulfilling all of your nutri your nutritional needs? Is it? Probably not. Um, my definition of the, the plant-based or, you know, a more, you know what? Okay, I'm going to call it like eating for the environment. Environmentally friendly eating habits. Whole food. Eating whole food. Not like eating from Whole Foods Market, the grocery store, but eating food in the most simplest form possible. So an apple, for instance, apple with no pesticides on him, an organic apple, okay, that is a whole food form in the simplest form. It was not processed. It was not dehydrated. It was not, um, I don't know, I'm going to say sterilized for some reason. I, it was not fried. It was not poached. It was not, whatever. So um, in their whole food form. So basically the plant-based diet is centered around on that whole unrefined or minimally refined um, ingesting of plants. Um, It's a diet, yeah, it's based on fruits and vegetables and tubers, which are found in the dirt. Tubers, (laughs) I love that. Tubers. whole grains, legumes, which are essentially beans. Um, and typically, as you know, it excludes or minimizes the, the um, intake of meat, which includes chicken and fish. I cannot tell you how often I get asked as being a vegan, so do you eat chicken? No, I don't eat chicken. That's an animal. Anyways, um, so it excludes chicken and fish. It ex- excludes dairy products. It excludes eggs. Um, and of course, highly refined foods like bleached flour, refined sugar, oils, um, to name a few. So, 
my next question I get asked is, well, isn't it hard? Don't you miss this? Don't you miss that? It's not hard at all. It's about making a plan of action. Um, think about it. Think about this, okay? Remember what I just said about going back to the beginning about why you're doing this? Let's go back to the beginning of mankind. Before fast food restaurants, before convenience stores, before um, already prepared meals, dishes, stuff of that nature. Okay? Go back to the beginning. If you were placed in that timeline, if you were placed back in that day, or if you were placed in on top of a mountain and you didn't have anything, but the things that you packed, like an apple, some vegetables, maybe you stumbled upon an edible garden, you could survive very well. All right? Think about that. Think about that. With those items, you'll be eating in a way that people have thrived on for thousands and thousands of years without getting disease. Hmm. Can I say that again? They have thrived on eating non-junk items, stuff from the ground without harmful pesticides. They have survived, they have thrived for thousands and thousands of years, right? Without disease. Think about that. Okay, so write this down because many of you are tapping into uh, jamming with a new plant-based lifestyle. So, some familiar dishes that people like to meet, make or make um, uh, variations to your pizza, mashed potatoes, lasagnas, burritos, which you can all do with a plant-based lifestyle, okay? So um, there are just substitutes for that. But some things that we are going to be incorporating into your lifestyle is more fruits, vegetables, tubers, starchy vegetables, whole grains, legumes, as I said before, right? So let me give you some examples because some people are be like, what, 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 where do I even start? Oh, KB, I don't get it. Okay, well, it's time to get it. Um, fruit, mangoes, bananas, grapes, strawberries, blueberries, oranges, cherries. You get my point? Fun fact. Reduce bloat and reduce indigestion by eating items that are in season, okay? So if it's the middle of winter, I would not recommend eating cherries, okay? Because they're either A, old and, you know, from a back stock and have been stored for about two or three years, or B, they are not even readily available ripe. They were picked before their prime, thus contain lectin sources, which... I'm getting graphic here. That is going to be like a little tremor on your um, digestive system. Okay, we'll get more into lectins in another episode, I promise. Um, okay, so vegetables. Want some examples? Okay, leafy greens such as lettuces, collard greens, broccoli. Oh, collard greens. Let's go back to that. You can make amazing collard 
collard green wraps. Oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm really good at that, by the way. Um, broccoli, broccolini, which is like baby broccoli. Cauliflower, I love a steamed cauliflower. Kale, carrots, celery, etc., etc., etc. You know what I'm talking about? Remember, buy in season. Tubers and starchy foods. This is your list. If you can tolerate them, many people with like arthritis, um, starchy items don't really work for them. They make them a little more crampy and a little more pain driven. So be mindful that everybody is different. So potatoes, yams, uh, I think yucca root, that's a tuber. Ooh, tiger nuts. Uh, that's a tuber. It actually, they look like these little nuts. They're so good. That's a great like hiking or snack food. They're actually a tuber, high, high in protein and fiber. Oh my God, we need more fiber. Um, winter squash, you know, any squashes. Um, Non-GMO corn is fine with me if you choose that. Love me some green peas. Um, just some items to name a few, right? Remember, buy in season. Okay, so whole grains or grains. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I jump back and forth with grains because a lot of them are very um, toxic these days. Um, but basically, you can get some great rices out there. I choose to go with the brand um, Lotus Foods. Their forbidden rice, their black rice is amazing. So I like that. Millet is great. Um, you can get some gluten-free non-GMO oats. Those are great as well. Um, yeah, just make sure that the it's a clean source. Clean source. So organic when possible, please. Um, legumes, um, Get it from the bulk section if you can, or in raw form. It's really easy to make um, on the stovetop instead of out of a can. The cans are what make you fart. I'm just telling you right now, plain Jane, they're what give you gas, side aches, all that jazz that you don't want to deal with. Um, and that's what gives beans a bad rap too. And that's what gave them a, a freaking song. So get them in, <laughs> soak those babies overnight for about eight hours, and then you can cook them on the stovetop. Easy peasy. So I like a good kidney bean. Chickpeas, or better known as garbanzo beans, are very popular. You can make so many things. Very high in fiber. Good carbs for you. Lentils. There's so many. There's red split pea lentils. Um, I love the black beluga lentils, which are tiny, very, very hearty. French green lentils, regular green lentils, you name them. There's lima beans, cannellini beans, navy beans, black beans, orca beans. Uh, what else? Cranberry beans. Um, Black-eyed peas. You name them. They've got them. Legumes are basically poor man's meat. You can eat so much. They are full of fiber, which you need in your diet. Um, they are... The more fiber that you eat, guys, the more that you will literally have that beautiful body that you want. And I'm just going to say that. Just know how to prepare them. But more fiber, more friendly bod talk, let's just say. Um, okay, where, where are we going to go from here? 
Um, I want to make a point clear is that when I talk about a plant-based diet, it's not, not a diet of just eating green leaves. People think about that all the time. They're like, okay, you just basically eat what rabbits eat. You just eat a head of kale and you're fine. No, because you know what? That can be A, more further from the truth, but B, um, yeah, they are important to your lifestyle and the diet, but they don't have enough calorie density to sustain you. So that's why I named all those other items that are really going to jam pack, really going to keep your muscle integrity intact, keep your mind at, at, at bay too. Okay, they have all their well-rounded nutrients to them. Those beans are essential, essential. Um, <laughs> I mean, here's a fun fact. You would e need to eat almost 16 pounds of cooked kale to get 2,000 calories of food. That's a lot of kale. Seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, it sounds kind of crazy. We think so too. Um, so, I mean, cause you know what happens when you don't eat enough calories, you're, you're hangry, um, you have just decreased energy, you feel deprived, you don't want to do it anymore. And that's why people give up on this lifestyle, but they have to know it's possible to keep on going. So, um, yeah. All right. So let's just jump into, I'm going to like jump into um, conscious living. This is going to be a pretty short episode because I just kind of want to bounce from topic to topic to topic and then get you off to the farmer's market so you can start working on your goals or maybe you have some more questions you want to ask me and write in. But I want to talk about why I'm talking about all this in general. And it's about creating that change. Remember what I talked about committing to the evolution? Um and committing to that path. So my question to you, or my question that I get asked, my question to myself, how can we become more conscious? And the book that I do want to share with you is, it's by Michael Pollan, one of my faves. He's one of my fave faves. He just wrote a book called How to Change Your Mind. I really want this book. Um, and it's, it says what the new science of psychedelics teaches us about consciousness, dying, addiction, depression, and transcendence. It's, it's a brilliant and brave investigation into the medical and scientific revolution taking place around psychedelic drugs and the spellbinding story of his own life, changing psychedelic experiences. I'm super excited to read this. Um, very, very interesting. So basically, going back, when I heard about this book, I also wanted to incorporate it in about my talk about conscious living. Um, because when you're on, can, can I just step back? And say that when you are unconscious, often at times that leads to what Michael is writing about. You know, fear of dying leads to perhaps addiction. 
anxiety and depression, fears, okay? So the question becomes conscious living. How can I become more conscious, KB? What, what is, what's it to be conscious, huh? What does that mean? All right, so essentially being conscious is about bringing awareness. A-W-A-R-E-N-E-S-S. Awareness to every single freaking aspect of your life, inside and out. I'm going to say that again. Being conscious is about bringing awareness to every aspect of your life, inside and out. Think about that for a second. Think about every single day, every single second of your day, how many opportunities are you given to bring consciousness to? If you had one of those little clickers, those little number clickers, click. Okay, yeah, conscious. Okay, click, click. Yeah, okay, I'm conscious about that. You know, there are literally thousands of big ones, little ones coming smack dab in your face every single day. Examples. You can evaluate literally every area of your life, such as your health, your finances, uh, your relationships, fun you having fun or not? Being conscious of that fun? Um, the environment we live in, your spirituality. You can be conscious of your thoughts and your beliefs. Maybe you support veganism to better the environment or your health. So maybe becoming conscious of your thoughts and beliefs that are shaping your life. Beliefs about yourself you are as a person, beliefs about, you know, others, politics, <laughs> the media, the world, what is good, what is bad, what is true, what is untrue. Better yet, we can, we can turn those into choices and we can be conscious of those choices. It's going back to the food that you put into your mouth. You can be very conscious of those choices. You can grab the greasy French fry that is going to maybe make you feel sluggish after a while, give you a stomach ache perhaps, or you can grab those crunchy, and doesn't sound as fun, celery sticks with a fresh kale, pesto, you know, hummus, guacamole. You feeling my vibe? So being conscious of your choices. And this goes back into brain health too. What are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? Will you work out today? Will you not? Will you eat healthfully? Mindfully? You know, this morning I challenged myself mindfully. Instead of going on to a habit, a habitual routine of Working out, eating this, even if I wasn't hungry, doing the next thing, I, I said, well, I'm going to switch up the routine and I'm going to work out, do my meditation, do my yoga, give my digestive self a little longer break in the morning, and then I'm going to eat when I have more time and I can enjoy it in a meditative state. 
Remember, those little moments are meditations as well. You have choices every single day. And remember, I'm going to point this out there. You also have a choice to think positively or negatively. Choose positively, please. <laughs> I said, please, please, um, please. Also, you can be conscious about setting your health goals, which are going to seriously influence the quality of your life. Your dreams, what are they? Write them down. Write everything down. What are you committing to? You're committing to evolving with these changes as well. Setting goals of like maybe who you want to spend more time with. And how are you moving towards those goals? How are you being conscious with everything that you do? And and we're going to go back to eating breakfast mindfully. That's just my example. Being conscious during those activities. Maybe you're talking to someone. Being really conscious of the words that are coming out of your mouth. Knowing what you're saying. Thinking before you're speaking. Listening to the other person. So consciousness during activities such as talking, eating, working out, having sex. Don't forget about that. Cleaning, sailing, driving, cooking, showering. Feel everything. Maybe walking the dog. And then that's going to like bring you, do you, do you understand what I'm doing? We're unveiling those, imagine you're an onion. We are peeling back each layer of consciousness, right? To get to your authentic self, your core. So being conscious of that authentic self. Going into what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Your personality tendencies, your desires, your level of happiness, your passions, is it too redundant to say that you're being conscious of being conscious? Ah! This is too much for you? No, it's not. You can do it. Because we are giving you a true reflection of yourself. Being conscious is giving you a true reflection of yourself and about your, your reactions to things. Because it's showing the present life. And that's your true life. That is your voice. That is your truth. Cool. So, how do you get more conscious, KB? Awareness, as I just mentioned before. So, the more consciousness, the more awareness you bring to your life, any aspect that I just mentioned before, the greater power that you have to make healthier, happier choices that are just gonna better you. It may seem so simple, or perhaps you may seem so difficult, but it's not. It's free, it's there, it's right in front of your face. You can start over whenever you want. Ding! Conscious, I'm conscious of my actions, of my thoughts, of my choices. Okay? And remember, what is it that you want? I heard a great, great saying, actually by my yoga teacher this morning. I'm going to give her a shout out. Thank you. 
Um, she said, you have nothing in life to prove to anyone else. You have nothing. You're not here on planet Earth. You're not here in the universe to prove anything to anyone else. Marinate on that for a second. So why are you here? You are here to prove or improve yourself. Okay? So what is it that you want? Who is it that you want to be? Okay? Guys, I need some water. I'm super thirsty now, <laughs> answering all those questions um, and just kind of diving that out to you. But I want you, I want you to write me more. I want to know more. What's on your mind? What are you worried about? Like, like making these lifestyle changes. I talked to a potential client yesterday, and you know, I'm just. I'm amazed at her bravery for calling me at such a young age. And she's not even, she's not that young. But to be so mature, to want to start take a conscious action to better her life because she knows she's not feeling her best. So what do you want in life? Okay, write me more. Again, I appreciate you guys so much, so much. Feel free, and I would love if you subscribed to our podcast so you can get it in your little Apple iTunes app every single Monday. Search Just Being Honest on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. That's B-E-N without a G, so it's B-E-I-N. Um, rate us, leave us a comment. Because the more often that you do that, the more amazing, high energetic guests um, we can get on the show. Um, And the more prizes and giveaways we can offer you, healthy products we can offer you to try. Because maybe you're curious about that and we want you to try them. So please rate us, review us, send us a comment, a question. We're here for you. We're excited to meet you. Remember, everything's confidential unless you don't want it to be. We can give you a shout out on the air. This has been another amazing episode of the Just Being Honest podcast. Tell your friends about us. Tell your family members about us. Until next time, guys. Kiss, kiss. Hug, hug. Peace. Love.